Have you tried to do mini sessions with little success? Then this episode is for you. Angelica Pompey of Angelica Pompey Education is sharing her top tips to make four plus figures running mini sessions. This is perfect as we head into the fall and holiday season. So grab your headphones and let's listen in. Welcome to the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I'm Jen Bays. And I'm Sabrina Chapman. And And we're we're your your hosts this this season. season. We're so excited about the season and all the incredible guests we've had on. This season, we are diving into several topics with various professional photographers across the nation. From talking about the importance of balance to successful mini sessions, building a national brand, and more. Our goal was for you to walk away with tangible tips, inspiration, and resources to grow your own photography business. So grab your emotional support water bottle or your favorite mug and let's dive into the season. Welcome back to Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you guys or reintroduce you guys to Angelica from Pompey Portraits. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today, Angelica. Thank you for having me back. I'm so excited. Uh, I love listening to your podcast and all the information you give to your listeners is so valuable. So I'm just excited to be part of Uh, this journey. I love you so much. And I'm so excited to have you back. And I guess really it's not even, I mean, granted Pompey Portraits is still alive and thriving, but really we're talking about like, is it, tell me the education brand name now. Yeah, Angelica Pompey Education. I I am the brand. I'm so excited I love it. And you just launched this brand. (laughs) Keeping it simple. Yes, in June. June 1st was the launch of APE is what I'm calling it for short. I love it. I love it. I was wanting to say Pompey Education. I was like, no, I don't think that's right. So Angelica Pompey Education, I was so excited to see the launch. Tell me what that looked like for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been kind of poked by a couple friends and people in the industry like, Angelica, you are just a ball of knowledge and you know so much from experience and the things that you do in your business, anyone can apply it to their business and, you know, enhance that client experience. Cause you know, at the end of the day, that's what we're doing is serving our clients and giving them the services or product that they deserve and they desire. And so I really been, you know, kind of toggling what that looked like. And I told myself, I'm just going to do it. I'm trying to figure out what my niche is going to be. Some of my people in my circle are saying, Angelica, you could teach anything business. And other of my friends are like, but Angelica, your photography stuff, you have that down like an oil machine. I'm like, I know. And I'm just, I can't do both. So I have to pick and that's the hardest part. And so I've really been using these last couple months. I teach free monthly workshops in my community. And that is usually anywhere between 20 to 30 attendees. And I teach things on strategy and how people can leverage their business. And so the last couple months, last three months have been photography based. And then these next three months coming up are going to be just business based. So we'll see what tickles my fancy and figure out what my niche will be. But for now, I'm teaching all things business for you know photography or small creative businesses. I love that so much. I think... Regardless of what kind of business you run, whether it's a photography business, a web designer, you know, a virtual assistant, whatever, once you hit a certain level of success, it really is it, like everyone's doing the same things in their own niches. And I think it's so important mm-hmm. to figure out like what you love to do and do that, whatever that mm-hmm. is. So I love that you're kind of dipping your toe in and doing teaching from business and on photography. Cause I mean, I could see you totally doing like 
more business aligned stuff because you do photography every single day, which is great. And it's super fun. Yeah. Like, like I launched the consulting brand because I love photographers, but like I was ready to do something a little different. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And my husband said the same thing. He's like, but Angelica, every single person you talk to, they're like, teach me your ways and they're not photographers. And I'm like, okay, you're onto something. Let's see. So I've completely separated the two brands. They have their two own websites, separate social medias and all the things. And I just hired a marketing person on my team. So she's really helping me align what that's going to look like. Because I just kind of been scheduling things strategically on Pompey Portrait side. But for APE, I'm like, I don't know. Let's see what we're going to talk about this week. And I need more structure. I need to do the same thing I do in my business. So I'm excited to see what the next couple months um, are going to look like. And I am planning to do more YouTube video, YouTube content, and just a lot of value-based information for the community so I can build that light in those trust factor with my community. Okay, audience, you're hearing this. I just want you guys to know, (laughs) you found her here first. Like once she like goes into the stratosphere and she's like the next Jenna Kutcher, she was here first. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. All all the good vibes. Oh my God. I see it. I see it now. (laughs) I'm going to have Jen in the front row. That was my girl. It goes back to 2020 to the panty days. Oh, don't say the P word. It's fine. It's fine. Like, that's where it all started, yeah. literally. Uh, yeah, good, good, times. good times. Good times. I love it. <laughs> all right. So I wanted to bring you on because you are, have launched this education brand. And I really wanted to make this season, we really wanted to make this season super educational to our audience and get really specific mm-hmm. on each guest episode. So today we're going to be talking about mastering your mini sessions. It's a course you just launched as under the education umbrella. So you're going to give us a little sneaky peeky and some strategies yes. on how to make those mini sessions super successful. Absolutely. Oh man, mini sessions. I tell people mini sessions are like a quick way to inject cash into your business. And if they're done properly, you can make upward to 10K, 25K. I have a girlfriend that does IPS solely and she makes big bucks doing that. I tell people, start with a stepping stone. Start with a $1,000 goal if that's your goal. But make sure you're doing it efficiently. And I think a lot of people get overwhelmed when they hear the word mini sessions. They're like, I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed. Where do I even start? And then having the thought to do something back to back. And it's like, if you don't have structure then you're definitely going to have a little bit of stress behind it all. So that's what I teach in Mastering Your Minis. It's a literally A to Z roadmap on how to launch, plan, and effectively market your mini sessions so they can be 110% sold out. You want people on your wait list. And so me personally, I do mini sessions only twice a year. And that is something that I teach in the course is a strategy. A lot of people probably don't think about this, but hosting too many mini sessions can really hurt your business. People won't book an actual session with you because they know, oh, you know, such and such is going to host many sessions in the next month or two. So you really lose lose out money on your full session experience for your clients. So that's definitely one tip is don't host many sessions year round, four, five, seven, eight, nine, nine times. Okay. Do it, make it feel exclusive. 
and give people that FOMO. Like they want to sign up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> all my clients are like, Angelica, did I miss it? I'm like, did you look at your email? Cause that's where it's going first. <laughs> So that's definitely tip number one. Do not host too many minis. Let's see. My second tip would be email. Email list. Create an email list. Uh, as much as we love social media and it's you know easy popping to do, there's a statistic that only 5% of the population sees your Instagram post specifically. I'm, I lead most of my marketing on Instagram, uh, but 55% of the population opens an email. So that's a huge difference when it comes to sales and you're launching something in your business. So start that email list if you don't have it already. Step one is just start Im- embedding your past clients in there. If they were a client once before, they probably want your services in the future again, if you gave them that ultimate client experience. And so that's definitely tip number two, start that email list. And a lot of people sleep on the email. It's like so powerful. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, that's a good point because I... I'm on Instagram, like technically, but I don't think I ever, ever get on Instagram. So I would be missing all of your mini sessions if I wasn't able to get those emails out and just being able to hit your target audience and both the emails and or your Instagram or whatever. Like that's a good point because yeah, social media is easy, but not everybody's on there all the time. Yeah, definitely. Well, and what what I've always loved about emails is these are people, y'all, if people are on your email list, that means that they're already interested in you. This goes beyond Mm -hmm. a follow. This is someone who took the time to get onto your email list. They want to hear from you. They want to get to know you. They want to buy from you. It is a much warmer audience you're speaking to than speaking to 3,000, 4,000, 10,000 Instagram followers versus people who intentionally are wanting to hear from you through an email list. Mm-hmm. And something that really makes email lists stand out to social media is you own the list. That's something that you can download as a CSV file at any time. If God forbid your social media crashes, your social media gets hacked, anything like that, like those followers, those metrics, they're gone and you'll likely never get them back. An email list is something that you will have forever. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm all about, I started my email list very small and then I started a wait list with my email list. So like, Hey, those that are interested in fall minis, this is happening here the next couple of weeks. If you're interested, you know, I, I dropped a, a link in my stories and I dropped it in my captions in my Instagram. So I posted it everywhere that I could attract those people. But like Jen said, like once it's in your platform, you own it. And that's what a lot of people forget. Like I can tell you, there will be a lot of businesses out of business if Instagram goes down or Absolutely. any social media platform. They can't reach their audience. Like, how do you tell people, hey, I'm still alive over here, even though mm-hmm. the social webs are, are down? Um, and I think a lot of people tend to forget that. Can you elaborate a little bit? When you said um, you have a wait list, do you mean just a wait list for your mini sessions or you have a wait list for your email list? So I have a wait list for my mini sessions. Okay. okay. So people, I uh, usually um, have first dibs to my email list first. Yeah. And then from there, I open up, I call it like gen pop, gen population. Yeah. <laughs> so social media, like Instagram, Facebook, whoever's left, whatever's left. And so like this last round of mini sessions, I sold out 50% of my session spots 
within 24 hours of me launching and sending an email. I had a booking within two minutes that my email went out. I was like, it was like eight o'clock at night. I'm like, nobody's up. It's fine. (laughs) I meant to send this earlier, but I'm just going to do it now. And literally within two minutes, I had a booking. I was like, whoa. And so within literally 24 hours, 50% of my slots for my mini session was booked because I had an email list. People were, were wanting that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what I thought you meant, but I was like, oh, that's interesting. A, a wait list to an email list, but that makes sense. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super fun. And I think the other biggest thing is pricing. Mm. You see like a whole bunch of different things on pricing when it comes to mini sessions and you'll see anything from a range of like $75 to you know a couple hundred, even thousand dollars. And I tell people that if you're just starting with mini sessions, the range that you want to start pricing at is anywhere between $200 to $400. But you want to make it make sense in your business. And you don't want to discount it so much that it's like red flaggish. Mm-hmm. For example, if it's $75, it's like super cheap. It's either kind of tells the client like, hey, you're new to this or B, like $75 too, too good to be true kind of thing. And like people start wondering what, uh, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you also want to make a profit, you know, just because it is a mini session, doesn't mean it's less work. And that's what I love to tell people. Like it's still the same amount of edits. It's just, just a shorter time frame for your client. But for me, I still provide the same experience as if it was a regular session. They still get a surprise and delight at the end of their session. And they still get a photo reveal and they still get like the whole like comfy experience on a micro level. I gotcha. Do you set themes for any of your mini sessions or does it kind of depend on when you put them out in the year? If that determines a theme? Yeah. Yeah. So I specifically do one in the spring and in the, around the holidays. And it's really a time for me to get creative. Mm -hmm. Like this is where I can bring out all the funkiness that I had in my brain cells Mm -hmm. and on my Pinterest board. I'm like, I can make this happen. And I do a lot of collaborating with people, local vendors in the areas. Like, hey, I have this idea. I need like 20 Christmas trees though. Like, can we make this happen in a studio space? Or maybe we're doing something more outdoors and it's a little bit more seasonal. And so something like that, like in a sunflower field, Mm -hmm. um, which is really popular here in Florida. So I really kind of base it on the season uh, for my themes and I allow myself to get creative with using those themes for the mini sessions because I like to make them unique. It's very rare. I haven't repeated a mini session in ever thus far. So all of my sets have been unique. Wow. That's awesome. You said that if you set up your mini sessions right, you can make, you know, several thousand dollars. What does setting it up right entail? So you said the session fees would be between like two and $400. But like, if I'm having to shoot, how many people would that be? Like a hundred people? I don't think that's what, I don't think you're thinking, I don't think you're saying I have to shoot a hundred people to make this happen. No, 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 absolutely not. And that's, and I think that's what makes my course different from other courses out there. Everybody preaches quantity and I'm preaching quality and giving people the experience of it almost makes them forget that wow that was like the quickest 15 minutes and it was the best thing ever that's how I want people leaving and so that's why my mini sessions are a higher price point because again there's not less work it's about the same it's just a shorter time frame for the client and so with having systems in place such as a booking link that's like major key I get bookings while I'm sleeping. I wake up, I'm like, oh, (laughs) I got a booking, like everything's great. And then they move on to the next step because I've automated a lot of that in my CRM. 
and so my CRM of choice is Sprout Studio. Absolutely love it. It's an all-in-one system, uh, gallery delivery, workflows, questionnaires, contracts, invoices. And I just created a workflow and I literally copy and paste that same workflow for every single time I launch many sessions. The only thing I'm tweaking is like the prep guide because it has some details about the session and what it looks like and how to wear, what to wear, how to prepare and all of that. But I have it pretty much like a oil machine, I like to tell people. So when people, when mini sessions come around, people are like, wow, I don't know what to do. I need to do this. I'm like, mine's already done in the back end. I'm just getting creative now in the front end with what it's going to look like. And so, yeah, having a CRM is super key with, you know, getting those bookings and making it a streamless, streamless process for the client and for yourself. I mean, you know me, I'm all about systems. So, and you've got me like, like curious about Sprout Studio. It's on my list to check out when I get a chance to read. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I I moved over. I used Abzato for seven years and I loved it. But when I started crunching the numbers uh, in December, I was like, wow, you know, Pixie Set is very costly and I might as well move platforms to something that's more efficient for everybody. And another reason why I moved over to Sprout Studios, I have an associate photographer. And so in the system, she can have her own set of minis for the day and I have my own and it will show up on her calendar and I have my own calendar. So we can work independently, but I can see her, her calendar. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it was a game changer. So I can see high level, all the things, but she just worries about her clients and all the things that they have going on. I love that. That's nice. How do you know if it's time for you to try mini sessions? You know, if you are new to the photography business or if you've been doing it for years, how do you know when it's time to go ahead and offer it? Yeah. So I tell people, as soon as you have a client base, if you have 10, 15 clients already under your belt, just to keep that revenue coming in and keeping their, keeping your clients happy. If you have a couple clients under your belt, do it. It's even a great to get new clients in the door. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, my my session rate is lower for a mini session than it was for an actual session itself for my full photography experience. And so people that have been dying to work with me, they're going to jump all over the mini session yeah. experience because they know this is probably the only opportunity that they are able to you know, afford it or something that's in their budget at the time. So not only are you reaching your past clients, but gaining that new audience and new revenue. And again, you're giving them a taste of what it's like to work with you. So it just takes one time for them to return for something Mm -hmm. else that you're offering. So even if I was a new photographer and I'm, you know, my regular sessions are a hundred dollars, I can do a mini session for whatever is reasonable, you know, say if it's $50, Mm -hmm. do you think that scares customers away? If like you said, you know, you don't want to make it too low, but I'm a new photographer, you know, so I'm not going to charge a whole lot in the first place. Yeah. So new photographers, I always say charge only like 25% less for your mini sessions. Okay. About 25%, 20 to 35%. That way it's not like too cheap. And it's like, okay, this is still, you know, around the price range that you offer, but it's not like significant. For example, my mini sessions are 350. And normally it's four ninety five to work with me, and okay. that includes it's just a sitting fee. That is also my mini session also includes digitals, but only a handful of digitals, which is what I talk about in um, my course because I see a lot of people do mini sessions, but they're gallery givers, yeah. and I'm like, you're capping your income, my friend. Don't be a gallery giver. Limit the amount of digitals that you give, 
and you will see more revenue. You don't have to work more to get more money. And that's where a lot of the other courses, they like do more sessions so you can get more money. And I'm like, no, you do the session and then up, upsell from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have clients that buy, if you don't offer products, you can just offer additional digitals and people are very content with that. Mm-hmm. Do you send them a whole rough, uh, raw image gallery so they can see what all they had to purchase? I don't know if that question makes sense. So I, yeah, it does actually. So I actually recommend photographers not to send raw photos Mm -hmm. because as a creative, we can see what that would look Mm -hmm. like. But as a consumer, your client, they have no idea what the edit would look like. And if they see them all edited and they love them, they're more inclined to buy the entire gallery. So I don't recommend to show raw photos. Mm And I, I do it either one of two ways. I tell people you can either send the gallery and let them pick, or you can do a more personal approach, is what, which is what I do. I do like a photo reveal. Mm-hmm. And they see all their pictures like in a slideshow, and then we narrow down and pick favorites together. Okay. And if you're not doing IPS, which is like in-person sales, this is a great stepping stone to trying it. This is how I started doing IPS. And I was like, okay, I see it. Wow, I just literally did 10 clients, and I got like an extra three grand just from showing them all their pictures and they want them all. So I was like, okay, this, this IPS thing is a thing. (laughs) Okay. Nice. I love it. So if you had like one, you've already given so many, but like if you had one actual tip that a photographer is going to take, this is their first foray into mini sessions. What would that be? have a marketing plan. If you don't market it properly, it's not going to sell. And not only do you lose money, but it just, it's discouraging for you as a photographer. It's like, it didn't work. And having that marketing plan is super key. And you want to build the momentum. The marketing plan should be at least 30 days. In my Mastering My Minis course, I, I give you a six week marketing launch plan from the day that you have your launch date for your minis to go live and you work backwards six weeks from that and having just like all the post ideas and what to, how to entertain your clients and how to kind of build up the ante and how to get the information that you need from them, like your emails and all of that. And so having a marketing plan is so important because you want people on the edge of their seat to be like, take my money (laughs) here, run, you know, and having that, having that momentum and building that up is super key to having sold out many sessions, which is the goal. Mm-hmm. I love that. If you all, if you are not following Angelica already, then you need to be and follow her in all the places. Where can, where do we follow? Where do we need to follow you, Angelica, for education and for Pompey Portraits? Yes. Yeah, so my education platform across all platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all the, all the things, Angelica Pompey, that's A-N-G-E-L-I-C-A-P-O-M-P-Y. And then for my photography page, I do things all around boudoir, maternity, women empowerment, and that is Pompey Portraits across all platforms as well. Thank you. Made it much easier. Y'all, you need to go follow her. And here's and, and the reason why is, of course, we want you all to follow all of our guests. But why I want you to follow Angelica specifically is you can see the marketing plan in action. Angelica is one of the best marketing strategist that isn't a marketing strategist for other people that I've ever seen. She's super personable. She shows up in stories almost just about every single day. When I was her 
a business manager, I used to yell at her. I'm like, listen, you need to take a day off. Even if it's like <laughs> stay out of stories and take an actual day off. Did I not? <laughs> All the time. I was like, okay, Jen. Just kidding. Okay. Just kidding. But you'll be able to see the marketing plan in action. You can go and check out her stuff. I'm not saying like, you know, go check it out because she's not she's not sitting here blowing smoke up your ass. This is something that she has built for years and is one of the most successful photographers, I think in your industry. And I, I honestly believe you are going to be one of the best educators in the industry, whether it's business or photography, and you will see it in action on social media. Thank you. Thank you. And that's really like when I stepped into the education space, I tell people I walk the walk and yep. talk the talk. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not I'm not faking the funk. Like I have receipts. I show up authentically. How you see me on the internet is how I am in person. And people are like, "Wow, you're so fun." I'm like, "I'm fun on the internet too, huh?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh my god, we're friends." So yes, I am literally like I show up authentically, and I'm very when it comes to community. I'm all about community over competition. So I know there's enough for us to all win in our industries and what we do. And photography is one that people tend to be like, oh, well, you're a photographer. I can't share. And I'm like, here you go. Yeah. And they're like, wow, you just are so high. And I'm like, trust me, I can't do it all. I can't shoot every client if I wanted to, even if I wanted to, I can't. (laughs) Yeah. There's plenty to go around. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there any last minute, like, tips or anything that you want to share with our audience before we wrap? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I just want to say thank you guys for listening and taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast episode. If you listen up to this point and you are interested in mastering your minis, send me a DM and I will send you a very special promo code that is exclusive for listeners. Just DM me success beyond the lens and I'll know you're coming from this episode and yeah, you'll have a sweet surprise in your inbox for me. Oh, very special. I love it. You are the best. All right. So before we wrap, I always like to do these three questions. So my first one is what is your favorite business tool? Ooh, Sprout Studio. I'm pretty sure your last (laughs) answer was Dubsado. So that tracks. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no system, no business. That's that's how it is. Yep. I, I literally like I can't. I, I can't. Yeah, I love it. All right. And then do you have a favorite quote? Yes. Doubt will kill more dreams than failure ever will. So challenge yourself. Go try it. If you fail, take it as a lesson learned and move on. Awesome. I love that. And you and I have gotten drinks a couple of times already, but let's just say, you know, (laughs) we haven't yet. I'm coming down to Jacksonville. We're going to go out. We're going to go have a good time. Where are we going? And what are we having? Oh, girl, I'm taking you to the rooftop. And we're going to have a little Bahama Mama by the beach. And we're going to do it either in the spring or summertime. Well, summer's kind of hot. So yes. spring or spring. fall, it's good vibes on, on the right top. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 100 degrees here in yeah. Florida. So, yeah, that's fun. But, yeah, spring or fall time. Let's have a Bahama Mama on the right top. I love it. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing so much of your knowledge, your skills here on the podcast. We will absolutely be dropping all of the links and all of the goodies in our show notes. So go check those out and we will catch you guys next time. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you are loving our content, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to our channel or left us a review. You can always hang out with me on the gram at Success Beyond the Lens. Hope to see you guys next week.